You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is a Locker Room production. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Pirates. I am, of course, your host that does the most, Ethan Smith, and welcome back to the Thursday episode of Locked On Pirates, which is being recorded by our wonderful title sponsor today, Locker Room. Locker Room is an app where you can go to any room, much like this room, Locked On Pirates, and talk about anything in the sports world or anything that you want to on the Locker Room app that is now available on iOS and Android. Locker Room, of course, can be downloaded from the iOS app store or the Android store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And today, the Pittsburgh Pirates have been swept by the Chicago Cubs after probably the wackiest game of the year where the Pittsburgh Pirates lose 5-3. to three. As Tyler Anderson pitches three innings, gives up five or uh, three earned runs over five innings pitched. Chris Bryant picks up two RBIs. But what a weird game. I mean, three combined errors, two from the Pirates, uh, one from Chicago. And, I mean, the Javi Baez play could have easily been avoided. Two outs. Will Craig, for some reason, steps off the bag. Baez fools him into chasing him down the first baseline. They get a run, which turns into an error. And then yet another run as the Cubs, four of their five uh, runs, of course, scored in the first four innings. They pick up another run in the uh, top of the ninth inning off of a bobbled ground ball from Kevin Newman that could have avoided that run. But the Pirates squandered a lot of chances in this game also. Um, I mean, you had the bases loaded in the bottom of the eighth, getting no runs down 4-3. Even in the top of the or, or bottom of the ninth inning, you have a runner on with one out and couldn't do anything with it and score a run. Uh, Again, it was just kind of a case of too little, too late with the offense again. I mean, the two runs in the fourth inning brought the game between or uh, in between two runs. Um, You can't really expect too much from it. Um, I mean, Eric Gonzalez was left on base three times today. Um, Gregory Polanco had a home run along with, uh, I believe, Brian Reynolds also. Uh, then Michael Perez added to the party to get a home run as well. And, you know, it's very difficult to gauge a lot of this just because the Pirates realistically in this game, they were in this game. They 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 were. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And if you just avoid most of these mistakes outside of the home run from Chris Bryant and the other home run from um, – wisdom I mean you still win this game three to two but I mean Ian Happ of course picks up an RBI Bryant with two wisdom with one um they were one for the Pirates 0 and four with runners in scoring position six left on base two left in a scoring position um just very weird stuff just going on the whole game uh Baez picks up his 11th error Tatis now at 12 errors, still leading the uh, MLB right now in errors. Um, Brian Reynolds, of course, again, had a really good game. Anderson looked pretty decent for most of the start. 
Um, Will Craig, no hits, and then just that terrible play. Um, and the th- the sad part about that play, too, was like nobody even really picked him up because it was just such a bonehead play. But um, some positives from this game, I mean, Adam Frazier, two for four, keeps his average above 330 on the season. Ben Gamble had a really fun diving catch. He had a really good series. Also, Brian Reynolds, again, a two-hit uh, outing and three at-bats, 292 average right now. But outside of that, again, this offense has just been so awful. Um, Defoe gets on base with a walk and a pitch hitting. He's been doing really good as a pinch hitter this year, a 651 OPS, a 243 average. So he's been contributing where he needs to. And Anderson loses again. But I think today's start wasn't really too much on him. I mean, three earned runs is whatever in five innings. Um, and, I mean, that's a good start for him. I still think he's going to be a pretty decent trade ship this offseason. Or not offseason, in this trade deadline. And, I mean, the Pirates in this series and even in the Brave series, a lot of it was just the Brave series is more of just bad pitching. But here, I mean, you they, they shot themselves in the foot a lot in this series, and you just can't afford that when you're already not that great of a team as the Pirates drop, by the way, to 18-31. and 31. Meanwhile, the Chicago Cubs are five games over 500 now after this amazing May start um, and going into the end of May. I mean, their bullpen has been absolutely great. Tapara picks up the save here. Kyle Hendricks gets above 500 with, uh, with his fifth win of the year to four losses. And the Cubs are right there with St. Louis right now. And, I mean, you look at how things are moving forward for the Cubs, and they beat the Pirates today, and then they get three games against the Reds, I believe. Is it three or four? Uh, Three games against the Reds, and then a pretty important series against the San Diego Padres. But they get both of those series at home. So if they can win four out of six, this Cubs stuff about them getting rid of everyone could be very, very, very different heading into the year. and. You know, I don't really know how to feel about it. Uh, Recapping this game, it's kind of tough. It's not really the greatest game that you could have saw from the Pittsburgh Pirates as they now start their series tomorrow against the Colorado Rockies. Um, That game, of course, will start at 635 Eastern tomorrow at PNC Park over the weekend. A much much more winnable series for the Pittsburgh Pirates, I think. Um, I think they should beat the Rockies at least two out of three games, maybe get back on track. Uh, They're still trying to look for one or two more wins to get over the hump here uh, to start the year. And we'll see. I mean, we'll see where it takes them. Um, It's going to be very interesting to where it goes. But today's episode, of course, is brought to you by Wealthfront. Wealthfront is offering you to have your first $5,000 managed for free for life when you go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. That's, again, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings and all you need is $500 to get started today. Today's episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com, of course, has amazing selection and reliably low prices on all the parts your car will ever need. You don't have to sit there and watch someone from behind the counter try to figure out which car parts you need. You can just do it all yourself. Get your car fixed. Take that stress out of your life. And 
they don't price gauge like the major markets. So make sure you go to rockauto.com and let them know that the Locked On Podcast Network sent you. And one thing that's been going on a lot uh, lately is these MLB mock drafts at the moment um, have just been crazy with who the Pirates are going to be taking right now. Um, Pirates, uh, some of them going with a catcher, but we'll go ahead and look at the latest uh, mock draft from MLB.com, which is what I've usually been going to. And here it has the uh, Pirates taking Marcelo Mayer, shortstop from East Lake High School in California. And as of right now, a lot of these sites are saying the Pirates are targeting bats over arms at number one. And a lot of them have uh, Marcelo Mayer as the favorite, along with Jordan Lawler. Some also have catcher Henry Davis. Uh, from Louisville in there is an, another uh, option. He's really the only realistic uh, college option. And then, I mean, Brady House has kind of fit himself into the mold there. Of course, Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker are also still in that mold. But, I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see what the Pirates decide to do when it comes draft time in July. Um, and I will support whatever they do of these top players. Um, there's not too much going in. Uh of course, you're a rebuilding team, so you need to hit on these picks. These are the big deals here. The Pirates are a small market team, but you need to hit on these picks. You have to. And, I mean, you look at Marcelo Meyer and all of these other guys, and some of these bats may actually be too hard to pass on. And let's go to MLB Pipeline's draft top 200 right now and look at this. Meyer right now is number one, Lawler number two. Both are listed as shortstops as of right now. Later, drops to three after being number one for a while. Henry Davis, now number four. Some people have compared Davis to Adley Rushman, who is now the big catching prospect in Baltimore. Kumar Rocker, number five. Brady House, number six. And according to MLB.com, the Pirates have basically taken a look at all those players, and they're really considering it as Marcelo Meyer right now. He only grades below a 55 in one of his scouting grades, and that's running. Uh, He's a 60-hit, 55-fielding, 55-power prospect with a 60-arm and a 60-overall. So, I mean, he's apparently done very good on the uh, summer showcase circuit. Um, He's done really good uh, also um, in high school this year as he is, again, from Eastlake High School, and that also produced a first-rounder in Adrian Gonzalez and more recently Keone Cavaco. So, I mean, well, he's going to definitely be a top five pick, but does he get picked by the Pirates? Who knows? Then you have Jordan Lawler, who many have said will most likely end up in Texas because he is a Texas product from Jesuit Prep. Um, he is committed to Vanderbilt, so he can choose to either go back to school or do what he wants to do. Um, and he's, of course, drawn parallels to Bobby Witt Jr., the number two overall pick in 2019. Some people have even said he's better than him. So the Pirates could even go that route and maybe like take a guy like that. We all know about Jack Leiter. Um, he was kind of the consensus number one for a while. He's kind of fell off a little bit at Vanderbilt. But, you know, we'll see what the Pirates decide to do. But Henry Davis, I think, is the real wild card here. Pirates really don't have a lot of catching prospects in the system outside of Andy Rodriguez. Um, and, I mean, Davis... You look at his, I mean, he has a 70-arm scouting grade, 55 hitting, 55 power, 45 fielding, and a 60 overall. And a lot of people have given him parallels to Will Smith from the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, And, I mean, he apparently has more power, bigger arm, all that good stuff. 
Um, and while many and MLB.com says, while many of the projected first round college bats have disappointed this spring, he has had a tremendous season and put himself in consideration for the number one overall pick. Um, it also says, while he doesn't have a pretty right-handed swing, Davis makes it work at the plate and has a higher offensive ceiling than most catchers. He recognizes pitches, manages the strike zone well, and makes repeatedly hard contact. Even if his stroke lengthens and he gets a bit pull-happy at times, his strength and control and aggression can produce 20 homers per season while he hits for a solid average and draws plenty of walks. For the Pirates, that's probably pretty good. Um, I mean, Jacob Stallings, of course, isn't the worst player to have in the world, and you can't really get too mad if the Pirates do go that route. I still would like them to take Jack Leiter just because I think the pitching has been the detriment. I mean, the offense hasn't been great, but they're, I mean, if, well, actually, let me rephrase. The pitching has been good, but the offense has been the detriment. But if you could continue to build your pitching up and then add pieces in the offense through other ways outside of the draft, or maybe even just wait until the second round, I mean, I think the Pirates could do very well. And you look at some of these guys that could also be there. And one of the guys mentioned here um, from the baseballcube.com is, uh, I believe his name is Griffin Dorshing. He's a potential second-day pick from Northern Kentucky, and he's had a very solid college career. And, you know, he could be looked at as a Pirates guy, but he's currently tied for fifth in the NCAA in home runs. So you could see him be a potential second-day guy. We've already talked about this on the podcast before. And using MLB.com's top 200 list, I mean, the Pirates, I believe, will be picking around 37 or 30-something because of the compensatory picks. But, I mean, if you look around that area, Jay Allen from uh, John Carroll Catholics, a very good, interesting option. Uh, of course, Will Bednar, the brother of David Bednar, is a good option. Um, other guys that are kind of in that 40 and 50 range include, like, West Calf. Max Mun- or Max Muncie, ironically, but of course not the same. Max Muncie is a different guy. Uh, Colson Montgomery, Tyler Whitaker, Carson Williams, Lonnie White—all names to keep um, very like in your mind as a Pirates fan moving into this year. Uh, Cody Schreer, Alex Mooney, uh, Tommy DeLondre, a lot of guys. And of course, if you want to like know more about these guys, I'm sure over locked on MLB prospects. I'm sure Aaron Layton has a much better grasp on these guys than I do. But, I mean, again, some have said the Pirates really need to look at a catcher this year and a possibly number one overall with Davis because after that, the 13th-rate uh, catcher is from Georgia. His name is Harry Ford, uh, committed to Georgia Tech, but he's currently right now at North Cobb in Georgia. So he's the closest catcher there. And, I mean, again, it's just going to really hinge on can the Pirates do well here with these draft picks. And the rebuild has started already, and this will be the way to get it started. And this is also a good time to let you know that today's episode, of course, is brought to you by Lucy Co. Uh, Lucy Co. is a nicotine company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. They also have a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry, ice, citrus, and mint. Uh, they are FSA and H- uh, HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA card to purchase Lucy now. Please, And also, it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. 
Uh, get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. And listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB to get 20% off all products on your first order, including everything that I mentioned before. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Also, I have to give the disclaimer, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine, of course, is an addictive chemical. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the only place that has you covered and the only place we trust here at the Locked On Sports Network. You can bet on the NBA and NHL playoffs. You can bet on MLB baseball every day, MMA, NASCAR, NFL and NCAA football futures, and reality TV and award shows. If you go to betonline.ag and sign up for your free account and use the promo code Locked On, you will get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, meaning they will basically match the money that you put into your um, account for free up to 50%. So if you put in $100, they will give you a free $50 bucks to bet and make sure you always bet responsibly. And to kind of cap off this locker room today, um, some things I'd like the Pirates to improve on moving forward. Ironically, I said I've liked the defense a lot more. And so far, um, the defense has been good, but today it was just kind of rough. I talked about Kevin Newman and how good he's been playing. I've talked about defense in general. But again, I think you're going to see this team spike in improvement over the next couple of weeks because you're going to get Colin Moran back. You're going to get Phillip Evans back. You're going to get Key Brian Hayes back. Stephen Brault and Chad Cool should be coming back pretty soon as well. Jose Soriano actually just started his rehab assignment. And, you know, it's kind of rough right now. The team is obviously rebuilding, but there are improvements on the way in the next couple of weeks to where we can see some more competitive baseball. And I, of course, will be here for all of it. I am, of course, Ethan Smith of Locked On Pirates. Thank you for tuning in today on Thursday, May 27th. I hope you all have a fabulous rest of your day. I, of course, will be back tomorrow to preview the Colorado Rockies series. And also, make sure you go follow me on Twitter at LockedOnPirates or at MVP underscore Ethan. I am on Twitter all the time. You guys are amazing. And let's teach Will Craig how to step on first base. How about that? And get an out, uh, out of the inning with two outs. Other than that, I hope you all have a fabulous rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you on the flip side.